Hey girl, welcome to the Guide Girl Goals Podcast, where we are committed to helping believers like you reach their goals by including God in the process. On this podcast, we share valuable resources, talk about biblical stories, scriptures, and relatable experiences to help you go deeper in your relationship with God. If you are looking for a podcast that breaks down the word of God in an easy and understandable way, then this podcast is for you. Be sure to stay tuned into this week's episode to hear what we talk about next. Hey, you guys, and welcome back to another podcast episode. My name is Ivrion Haley. I am your host of the Guy Girl Goals podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. I pray that today's episode not only encourages you, but touches your spirit and renew your mind so that you can grow even more closer to God. As always, I thank you all for the continued support that you guys have shown me. I thank you for every post that you like, every comment that you've made. Be sure to grab the Guy Girl Goals devotional, which is a 30-day devotional for goal-driven Christians who may be struggling with their relationship with God and reaching their goals. The devotional is filled with helpful tips and encouraging words that push you to act in faith and continue to trust God. If you want to support your girl and cop that, I want to thank you in advance and I will leave the link in the show notes. But yeah, that's all for today's announcement. Let's get into the show. So I'm going to give y'all a little background on how this episode came about. So I was reading Exodus and as I was reading the book of Exodus, God was just revealing so much to me. And one of the biggest revelations that I got was that it was only supposed to take Moses 11 days for him to bring the Israelites out of Egypt and into the promised land. But what was supposed to only take 11 days y'all to get there ended up taking 40 years because of the Israelites disobedience. And I know we can think of it as well. All they missed out on was their time but their disobedience didn't just cost them their time it cost them so much more and the reason why I feel as though God wanted me to share today's topic with you is because so many Christians are walking in disobedience knowingly and unknowingly too many of us are afraid to step out on faith and do what God has called us to do or we are putting our own selfish motives over God's and it's not only costing us our time but it's also costing us our lives even our children's lives and the people we are connected to or even supposed to be connected to lives. And so if we look at the definition of disobedience, it means failure or refusal to obey rules or someone in authority. So when you are being disobedient towards God, as we all are at times or have been, then you are going against following his commands and instructions. God wants each and every one of us to live a life that is pleasing to him. But because we often think that we know it all, We like to add and subtract to God's commands and instructions to justify our behavior because we believe our way of doing things is better. And in Deuteronomy 28, God tells us the curses of being disobedient towards him. I'll let you guys read that for yourself so you can see how serious you need to take being obedient to God and not just have the mindset of, oh, well, you know, God don't forgive me. Yes, God will forgive you. But he also says clearly in this chapter that we will have consequences for our disobedience. It will not only fall on ourselves, but our children. He even says three to four generations down the line will have to pay. And I know that y'all don't want y'all kids' kids to have to pay for what you did. That is not the way that we are out here trying to live. But we're going to jump into this topic, and I'm just going to summarize the story of Moses bringing the Israelites out of Egypt to you. 
So after Moses, with the help of God, delivered the Israelites out of Egypt, in Deuteronomy chapter 1 verse 2, it specifically says it takes 11 days to go from Horeb to Kadesh Barnea by the Mount Seir Road. So this tells us that the promised land was only supposed to take 11 days to get there. Now during this time, Moses got permission from the Lord to send out 12 spies to view the promised land. And these 12 spies were supposed to come back and they were supposed to report to Moses what the land looked like, whether or not the people there were strong or weak, whether or not the land was really flowing with milk and honey, all of these different things. And out of these 12 spies, 10 of them returned and said that the people in the promised land were huge. And they were talking about the Amorites during that time and that they were going to overpower them once they got there. So they not only gave this report back to Moses about what the Amorites looked like, but they also told the entire community. They told the rest of the Israelite camp, which in turn caused them to fear. So the Israelites did not want to go to the promised land after hearing about this because they believed that if they entered that they were going to go to war and eventually be defeated. Now prior to this, they were also complaining about not having food to eat and water to drink and they were also worshiping other gods. Just keep that in mind. So I don't know about y'all, but just in this instance, there's so much disobedience that stands out. So the Israelites, for one, lacked faith because they did not believe that this land was flowing with milk and honey and was really what God promised them. They became so blinded by what it looked like and forgot all that God had previously done, all the signs that he performed, even the spies. They complained about their hunger so What did God do, y'all? He sent manna and quail to them every day to feed them. They complained about their thirst. So what did God do again? He allowed Moses to strike a rock to give them water. They complained to Moses about being left alone to die. And what did God do? Save them from the hands of the Egyptians again with the parting of the Red Sea. God even sent a pillar of cloud amongst them to help guide them by day and by night in the wilderness. But yet to the Israelites, it was like that still wasn't enough. In Exodus, God repeatedly stated, obey what I command you today. I will drive out before you the Amorites, the Canaanites, Hittites, Perizzites, Hivites, and Jebusites. He told them, keep calm, I will fight for you. However, the Israelites forgot all about that promise in that moment. And that's how we are as people of God. I had that revelation because how many of us has forgotten the promise that God made to us because we became scared? God says that I will bless you getting into that school you want to apply for, but because your finances aren't where you want them to be or your GPA may not be competitive enough as you think it should, you have it already set in your mind that "Mm -mm, I ain't about to apply because I just already know I'm not about to get in. How many of you know that God told you to start that nonprofit, start your counseling business, start your YouTube channel, but you're too afraid to because you don't feel like your services are good enough or you're too concerned with not being able to build a community? And let me tell you guys something. I didn't have a community when I started. I didn't fit the qualifications of owning a business. I didn't know the first thing. If you heard me say this before, I have a degree in nutrition. I know nothing about business at all. All I had was God voice. 
All I had was God's voice telling me to step out on faith and do it anyway. And don't get me wrong. I'm not going to sit up here and act like I wasn't concerned or scared. I was concerned because I felt like I didn't have the money to start the business at the time. But because I did it anyway, God provided a way for me. So I'm going to say that again, because I did it anyway, even though I did have my personal concerns, I just stepped out on faith anyway and just did it. And because I did it, God blessed that and he provided a way for me. Because I did it anyway, I was able to overcome my fear of putting myself out there. And I'm so glad I did because if I didn't, I would be missing out on the saving of so many lives. I'll be missing out on impacting you guys. And that's the point I was making earlier. Your disobedience is not just a about you. Think about the lies that are attached to you. You can save someone else's life if you just be obedient to the plan that God has for you. What is also so profound is that you can imagine the amount of purpose that was missed out on in 40 years. Like if you really think about it, I'm knowing for sure that God wanted to do some amazing things through the people of Israel's lives, but he couldn't because thousands of them didn't even make it. God had to let the unbelieving generation die off first before they even got to see the promised land. And that just goes to show us that these people lacked so much faith and did so much evil to where it made God be like, nah, I'm going to let them wander around a bit and die off before I let them in. The good even had to suffer for the bad. So can you imagine God wanting to give you so much purpose and so much life in this season, but because you lack faith, because you won't give up that sin, because you won't give up some of your friends, because you won't restrain from going to certain places God told you not to, you miss it. And you have to get to a point where following God is worth more than following what you want to do because it's costing you. I had to tell my friends recently that, hey, I will come over and kick it with you, but if you are doing any activities that involve going to the club or bar, count me out. Because I was so tired of missing it, y'all. It has been holding me back. It has been holding me back from getting what God truly has for me. I know it has because my life has literally been going in circles, you guys. And it took me turning 28 two weeks ago to see it. As horrible as that sounds. And I kept telling God that I wanted to grow. I'm praying to him. I'm saying, God, I want to grow. God, I want to go deeper. But I would still be disobedient, indulging in ungodly behavior, and still want to turn around and expect a change that wasn't happening. So I would still be unfulfilled. So I had to get to a place where it was like, okay, are you tired of being tired? Because what you trying to do? Like, I had to have that conversation with myself. Because this lukewarmness that you're doing is getting you nowhere. And that's why for my birthday this year, I really just spent time with God and I recommitted and rededicated myself to him. I didn't want to go out. One of my friends wanted to take me to brunch. So me, her, and my hairdresser, we just went out to eat. And it wasn't a lit brunch. It was just a basic brunch. But I truly enjoyed it because I just really didn't want to turn up. I didn't want to go to a club. I just really wanted to take some time, reflect, and get serious about my relationship with God. And you have to ask yourself, when are you going to be sick and tired of being sick and tired? Because your disobedience is only making God take longer to do what he desires to do in your life. Because he's not going to bless disobedience and he's not going to bless sin. 
Let me ask you guys something. If you knew that it was only going to take 11 days for God to make whatever it is you wanted to do successful, whatever your definition of successful is, I bet you will have no problem being obedient to God. We all would be like, God, look, 11 days, that's all it's going to take. All right, let me let me line up. Let me get an alignment. Let me focus on you more. We would do that in an instance. So even though we don't know that it's going to take 11 days, it might take a couple years, even though we don't know the time, that still shouldn't matter. We should still be being obedient to God in our walk daily. And we can also see from this story to not let other people's opinions cause you to move in disobedience as well. 10 of the 12 spies caused fear through the camp and the Israelites believed them even though they didn't see the promised land for themselves. And that's why we have to be mindful about who we are listening to because way too often we are taking people for their words and many people will cause us to act in disobedience because of it. Instead of listening to their words, continue to stand on what God told you. Just a few moments earlier, I stated that all I had was God's voice. Now, when I heard God's voice, I was also in an isolation period, and I was separated from friends and families, opinions, and just the noise in general. And that's the thing. Sometimes you have to separate yourself from people in order to keep your mind focused on God's plan and on God's promises, because other people will project their feelings literally onto you, leading you to be disobedient, which ultimately leads to sin. And so I'm just going to give y'all a story of what happened to me this weekend. Um, I didn't really plan to talk about this in the episode, but my friends and I were having a conversation and we were talking about soul ties and some of them don't believe that soul ties exist with every single person, this, that, and the third. And the person that, um, that was there, she asked me, like, have I ever just been selfish? Like, have I ever just did something for me and, you know, just please myself? And she was saying, you know, not saying go out there and be a, a HOE, <laughs> but, um, you know, just like doing me pretty much like y'all know doing, y'all know what doing you is like, you don't have to have sex with every single person that you talk to, but you know, if, if that's what you want to do, that's what you want to do. So making my decisions based off of what feels good to me. And so as I was just sitting there listening, I'm just really just talking to God. Like I hear her, but I'm also talking to God in my head. Like, God, like you're really opening up my eyes to not only the way that this generation think, but we live in a generation of doing what feels good. And so because that person did that, because she was telling me that she was telling me that because that's what she did. So she was giving me her experience and saying I should do the same. And literally, I was like, this is nobody. I'm not calling her the enemy, but this is how the enemy used people to get you to act in disobedience. Because if I wasn't strong in my walk with God, in my relationship with God, I probably would have been like, okay, you know, that do sound like a good idea. I could just date different people and do me whenever I feel like it. And that's not the way that God wants us to live. God doesn't want us to live in a live in a way that's doing what's pleasing to us. He wants us to do things that pleases him and going out doing me and 
engaging in sexual activity is just not where I'm at anymore. That's not the type of conversation that I even want to have anymore. So I just had to realize like, dang, like if I wasn't strong in my walk, her projecting her feelings on me would really cause me to be disobedient. But I just thank God for the consistent communication that I have with him and the consistent relationship that I have with him to where I know better. And I know that this is not something that God wants me to do. This does not line up in his words. So I just wanted to give that as an example. I hope what I say makes sense, y'all, because I'm really just telling the story off the top of my head. And I am not good at telling stories because I just be forgetting. But I hope y'all got the gist of what I was saying as far as that example. So just be mindful of who you're listening to, because again, people will project their feelings onto you that can cause you to act in disobedience. And I just also want you guys to understand the severity of following God's command and being obedient. It's truly holding the people of God back from the blessings God had for us and the lives he wants to touch through us and our business, our gifts, and our goals. And you may be the very resource that someone needs, but because you're out of alignment, now that person can't get what God truly has for them. And I know you don't want that blood on your hands. So we have to realize that it's not always about us. Our children's lives, their children's lives will be affected by your disobedience or our disobedience. Don't have them paying for something you did years ago. That's how generational curses get started. So break the curse and make a decision and commitment to obey God today right now. Go to him in prayer with a willing heart and watch God transform your lack of faith to faith because that's all disobedience is. It's really just a lack of faith that God cannot do what he says that he will do. And I'm going to close with this. I want you to listen to He's Able by Dietrich Haddon or Darwin Hobbs because they both sing it, either one. But the song says, God is able to do just what he said he will do. He's going to fulfill every promise to you. Don't give up on God because he won't give up on you. And in the end, go like, he's able. (laughs) I will sing it because y'all, my voice a little raspy. (laughs) But yes, sing it today. Speak it every day and let it serve as a reminder that God has not forgotten about you. And he will give you exactly what it is that he has promised you. Just keep moving forward and don't give up and watch God move. And that's it for today's episode, y'all. We're going to let that be the benediction. And I'm going to talk to you guys next week. I hope you enjoyed this episode. I hope you took some notes. Listen to it again if you have to, because I really want y'all to get all that God has for you. But first, we have to be obedient. We have to realize the disobedience that we're walking in, and we have to want to change it. And so I just pray that this message again bless y'all and I'll talk to you guys next week. Bye.